All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I hate to break the fishing news after Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in to episode 266 of the Real Life Podcast, I'm Tyler Urumchuk. Chalmers, Jay, Bag Milk, they're all here. And the podcast is brought to you by Oodle Noodle. 14 locations in Edmonton. Jay, do we have an ETA on Calgary location? Oh, it's tough to say. We're just, uh, the ink, I think, is just drying on the uh, two locations we tied up. So now we're in the, like, the franchisee uh, process where we have to disclose our franchisees and start the the paperwork for all that. So, oof. Um I, I, I'm just, you know, it's going to be a blanketed term. I'm just going to say it summer of 2021. Okay. I like that. I like that timeline. Check out Oodle Noodle if you're in Edmonton, though, at one of their many locations. Proceeds from all in-store and curbside pickup goes towards local charities. and uh, Or you can find them on your favorite food delivery app. I think we're a Skip the Dishes family here, but uh, check out Oodle Noodle. Those Edmonton Oilers, they are hot. And I want to start this podcast with one very simple question, and we'll go around the horn. I'll even start with you, Chalmers, because it looks like uh, you're ready to go. Is this the best the Oilers have played all season? Uh, the best they've played all season, I have to say, absolutely. Yeah, I believe it's the best they've played all season. The, at the very beginning of the season, we talked about them going on runs, and I feel like they're on a little bit of a mini run here. And uh, they're, they've cut down on mistakes. Goaltending's playing great. JR has no reason to tweet about how bad our goaltending's been lately. So that helps. I'm sure that helps with your followers, AJR. 
Hey, uh, well, if, if I'm shitting on goaltending, then everyone's shitting on it with me. It's it's where we ride the roller coaster. I think I think that the best way to to figure out whether or not the others are playing the best hockey they've had is feels like bag milk's beat cast are constantly him drinking beer. And that's something that, uh, you know, it, it just goes without saying that that equates to good hockey. I, so it's pretty amazing to think about it because you're right, Chalmers. I've been drinking a lot of delicious nation beers lately on the Bcast. makes me happy. Everybody's in a good mood. Like Saturdays was a lot of fun. Everybody was in a great mood on Saturday after that win, but it's pretty interesting to see that starting the season three and six, and then they've turned it around to what 18 and seven or whatever yeah. the math works out They're to 21, 13 that's, and 0. that's bananas. That is a hell of a run. So, yeah, I would say, Tyler, they're playing the best hockey of the season by far. I would even say they're playing the best hockey they have in a couple of years now. Jay? I, I, I would have to agree. So let's, let's just put some perspective on this. We started three and six, and we like everyone was losing their shit because we were way better on paper than what we were seeing with our eyes. And ever since that, we've been – you know, you could say we've been on a pretty consistent heater with just that one little lapse against uh, Toronto, who, you know, the, all the moons aligned and they just played their best hockey for those three games and have been shit ever since. But here's the thing. Winnipeg came to town. Winnipeg has found their game. Winnipeg is a very good hockey team. And as you could tell by the two games we played, that they are a good hockey, but they play heavy hockey. They play playoff hockey. And we were able to show up. We were able to reciprocate and compete and win two huge hockey games off of a very good hockey team. Like, like and, and to me, that was the telltale sign. The fact that we were able to go down 2 nothing against the Jets, who've been playing really good hockey, and piece together a 4-2 victory just shows me that this team is gelling and this team is now exactly what we thought they were. This team is now very strong defensively. Darnell nurse is now, uh, if you listen to John Scott's podcast, he thinks he's, he's, he's a legit Norris candidate. Like these are all things we've never haven't been able to say for eons. And this is all now happening. And we're now seeing the byproduct of all of this, this, this effort and, you know, people taking the steps at the right time and it's starting to do the right things and actually having a, a very, very good, cohesive dressing room. So yeah. To add to that, the power play and the penalty kill have both been fantastic recently. And, like, you just watch it. It's next-level power play and penalty kill, something we have not seen in a long time. Um, so that is a huge positive for me going forward. Like, you need those two units clicking and more so the penalty kill has been like you know you don't have your best players out there so to see them doing what they're doing is just like it's really it, it it gives you a lot of um a lot of confidence going forward i think you uh the penalty kill you touched on there it needs to be more consistent for me it's still like bottom third in the nhl so it has its it has its stretches where it's great then it'll just completely fall apart for a few games so if they can keep it going you're right. And uh, another one on Saturday, I mentioned it on my pregame podcast today, but this kind of got buried. Mike Smith made some huge saves at some huge points. 
He turns 39 years old today. And as Dave Tippett said, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. He said, you know, Schmitty is 39, but he does not have, he does not have the body of a 39 year old. That's what Dave Tippett said at his his press conference after the game. He called Mike Smith a hard body guy. Yeah. Hard, (laughs) hard body guy. Uh, Mike Smith was great too. He made that save like late, late in the second period with like no time on the clock. If that goes in, the Oilers probably I'd say don't come back in that hockey yeah. game. One, is this the, is this the, the pull to the back end? He's going the opposite way, but gets his leg out. Yeah. Yeah. That was well, a huge and- save. His, his interview afterwards too was pretty funny because, you know, Gene or whoever was interviewing him brought up, you know, you made some highlight real saves. And his answer to that was, well, if I'm making highlight real saves, it most likely means because I'm out of position. And he, so he wasn't taking that as in like, I had a great night. He's seeing room to get like better and be better at positioning. So that makes me happy. I'm glad to see him doing well. We were talking about it on the Bcast after the win, how Mike Smith, first of all, played great, looked great, but man, he was also an adventure in there. Wasn't he? When he got caught behind <laughs> oh, the net, oh, yeah. diving Supermaning in to catch it. Like those were the saves he doesn't, he probably shouldn't made, but make, but did make. And he was a lot of fun to watch, but man, he oh. gets, he, he, he's a roller coaster in there. Mike Smith, oh, yeah. he's entertaining. Smith take of the way. And you know what I also like about Mike Smith? I also love after the final buzzer goes and you see the two-handed fist pump and he is the most fired up guy on the ice whenever the Oilers win. And I love it. I got to say, I love it. I did did not have any faith in Mike Smith this year and I'm happy to be wrong so far at this point. And I will apologize to him on his 400th birthday. I'm sorry for what I said about you uh, a few months ago. You think that giveaway on that diving save was the reason why in uh, with about a minute left in the open net... He got the puck behind his net and he decided to rim it around the boards as opposed to maybe going for goal number two. I, I thought that when he picked up that puck, I'm like, oh, is he going to go for it? I was like, nope, Schmidt's playing it safe. Yeah, and, then he, and then he smartly puts it around the boards. I think he had flashes of that save in his head. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun time like, right watch, now. Look how closely I watch. Hey, a lot of Kelly Rudy fun coming at me over. Over the weekend, I saw. I loved that. I loved it. Anytime you would pop up, just, on it. oh, they were just killing me. I, I, I had a good kick out of it too. But man, yeah, that was a stupid bonehead thing to say. If I mean, we've all done it on this podcast, Chalmers. Um, this run for the Oilers, though, they're now seven three and zero in their last ten. This is the kind of run that gets you wondering a little bit what they're going to be capable of come April, right? Like this is a team. They've proven they can beat the Jets. They haven't proven they can beat the Leafs consistently, at least. Yes. And that, that, yeah, yeah, that could come on this road trip. But like, it's starting to make me believe a lot more that this team might be like more than capable of just winning one playoff round. Like, this could be a team that's good enough to go on a like a run run this year. So you know uh, what I'll need to see to think that is we've talked about these mini runs. We're in one now. When you're playing your best hockey, is when you need to find a way to not become complacent and step yeah. it up a little bit more, start to figure out the, the minor things while keeping consistent, the things that you're doing right already. They take it to the next level in the next five games. You know, like that's when, if, if we, if, if we continue this run, that's like a growing team. That That's a team that can make a run. In my opinion, I think that it's like right now is kind of a turning point. We're more than halfway through the season and you know, you can't, I'm sure there'll be one more lull in the schedule at some point, but like prove it to us now. And I think that we'll all kind of live with that little lull when it comes. 
and then fire it back up right for the end of the season. You know, like well, you that, don't want to peak a, too soon, Chalmers. Just like you're saying, you well, don't want to well, peak too soon. That's just it. That's just it. That's why you show me like don't don't lose the next three of five. Don't go two and two in the next four. You know, show us a three and two, a four and one, and I think the next lull will be a lot easier to swallow for Oilers fans. I think the well, impressive thing for me for the Oilers, especially this past week, is they had three different wins. The blowout against Calgary was obviously a lot of fun. First win against Winnipeg was like a defensive lockdown type grinding. Dave Tippett plays the trap in Arizona kind of game. And then the third one was a comeback from two nothing down. And it's just, they're finding different wins, ways to win games, which I find very impressive. Something that didn't necessarily come in the earlier part of the season when they went on similar type runs. At least in my well, opinion. Well, that's, that's a telltale sign that, like, the team is, you know, it's it's coming. Like, like these guys have confidence. Like, if it's going to be a defensive uh, trap game, you know, they feel confident they can compete and still pull off victories at that. Like, we've got, we've, we've got shots in the bag now, and it's because they've been working on all those details. And now it's all starting to kind of, uh, you know, sh- uh, show itself. And that just, like... That, that, like, that's what you need in playoff hockey. Like, we're not – obviously, we're not going to get our confidence rattled too easily now. Like, because we've, we've proven if it's going to be a tight-scoring game, well, okay, fuck, try and score on us then. Yeah. And we'll, you know, we'll, t- we'll take we'll, – we'll, we'll score on the one chance we might get. And it's, it's, it's just different. And, yeah, like, this isn't sustainable. You know, we're not going to just be on pure heater mode, nor do we want to. You want a little adversity. It's good that we, we're showing that we can play all these different types of games uh, when needed uh, to pull off a W. But, you know, facing a little adversity between now and the end of the season is probably a good thing because it allows us to kind of revisit all these things to get us finally, uh, you know, tuned up so we could go on a deep playoff run. But we're showing some amazing signs right now. And that's what's so weird uh, for us because we have not seen this. Even in 16-17, we didn't really see this. It's just, you know, Connor McDavid, new arena, you know, excitement. You know, we kind of went on a run and it was exciting. And the next year was basically the exact same team and we sucked. Yeah. But like this is this to me is completely different, and it is fucking exciting. It's a bit surreal because it's been a long fifteen years, um, but I'm fucking here for it, and I'm over the moon excited. I, th- I think that's a good point too. Like in that 2017 run, like they had guys like Slepeshev playing big roles, like not like you know exciting young prospects. Like Maroon was playing good, but he was a veteran having a career year. Lucic had a good year as well, and we all know how that went. You look at this team now, like. Pull Yarvi and Yamamoto are playing key roles. They should really only get better from here on out. They got a whole bunch yep. of young blue liners. They have good prospects in the system that I don't think they really had back in 2017, or at least they didn't have prospects that were this close to jumping in and contributing. Yep. I believe they drafted Yamamoto that year after the playoff run. So I think this is the start of like Ken Holland said when he was hired, you know, a perennial contender. He didn't want to come in here and build a team that's going to go on one run and then just, you know, that's it. They're going to go all in for one or two years and pay the price. He's building a team that I think for the next five or six years, and maybe I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid too much right now, but I think this is a group and a core and they have the prospects for the next half a decade. They can really be making strong pushes at this thing. You're bringing up Pooley RV just, it, it reminds me that after watching the game, I mean, he's got to win my award for the uh, best unexpected surprise this year. Like just, 
his game is just like he's playing so well. Like it's so good to see. We needed that. I didn't expect yeah. that coming into the season, but it's fantastic. So and that's the that's the type of things in winning hockey clubs. You don't you, you need to have a few of those surprises. You know what I mean? Maybe the Darnell Nurse offensive output could be a uh, you know a close Mike Smith as well. The, the Tyson Berry exactly Tyson Berry's offensive output, his strong defensive game, and then Mike Smith. You know, like. Those are four candidates, but I, I definitely think Puyarvi is in the lead for that award for me right now. Can I just, if I'm going to nitpick right now, what's going on with the Oilers? Please do. This has been way too positive. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that needs to happen is I think Oilers fans need to chill a little bit and just enjoy what's going on. Yes. <laughs> oh, weird for the 27th year in a row. They need to chill out for a little bit. Well, well it's not 20 to that point. It's not 20. It's remember where we've come from. And, and, and there's some habits we got to work out of our system because we're not used to this because it's been normally a tire fire after tire fire season. So it's tough to, you know, finally have good things and know what to do with them. So we're, we're just remember our past. So yes, right. we need to like sit back and we, we, and more so to that point, that's what should allow you to really enjoy what's happening right now. But it's also just like so deeply ingrained with us. So we have to, we gotta, we gotta just keep sweating that out as, 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 the, as the winds keep piling up. We gotta learn how to, do, how to enjoy it. Cause I find like, even when yeah. I'm writing the wrap ups or whatever, we're not taking a minute to smell the flowers on what's going on right now. Tyler has said it a million times with a guy like McDavid specifically, watch it, enjoy it. Cause he's a freak. This isn't normal. Like I was, I was putting the GDB together today. Gregor couldn't do it. He had some something to do. I was putting it together. And as I saw Tyson Berry would be leading the Habs in points by, you know, a, like a fair chunk, which is like, and then that doesn't even include Connor and Leon running away with the whole thing. So I just think that we need to just take a minute, look at everything that's going around. Yeah. Contract talk. Yeah. This, yeah. That, but like, man, let's enjoy this. This is a good time. This is a so, good period of Oilers hockey to watch. And yeah, it's going to be frustrating. Yeah, there's going to be losses. All that shit's going to happen. But right now, they are rolling and it is fun. It is real fun. I don't know how many said. times we would throw events at like the pint or something and it's fucking Halloween and they're already out. This isn't the case. Yeah. Oh, man, I wish we could throw it. events right now. Something you guys said uh, just triggered a memory of mine. And that is, I went. Uh, three, two or three podcasts in a row where I railed against the NHL for their storytelling, growing the game and all this. And we have regretfully not brought up the fact that they signed a long-term deal with ESPN um, to, to, to view their hockey rights. And that, in my opinion, is probably the biggest step in the right direction that the NHL as a league has made in a long time. I'm hearing, I, I listen to a lot and I, 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 I deal with a like, all right, I look into and listen to a lot of media outside of Canada. Uh, and there's more hockey talk right now about them, about their deal with ESPN, yep. you know, and they always say you have to highlight guys like Matthews, like McDavid, you know, these guys. And, and in my opinion, like if I'm going to rail against them so hard for their storytelling, I have to be there to praise them when they do something like this, because Hawk, any things matter when they're on ESPN. It's just hockey matters. When it's on ESPN, yeah. when they stopped being on ESPN like eight, nine years ago, it was longer than it that. Stopped be it stopped. Yeah, longer than that. I don't even remember when it was, but it stopped being the big four, 
right? Yep. And there was a certain point where they were probably talking about MLS soccer more than they were talking about hockey. Yep. So to have this is just like, and to especially have McDavid and Dreisaitl on our team, a team from Edmonton, a team that potentially in the circles of ESPN and, you know, and like, and, and bigger media is going to talk about the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl, like that's exciting. And, and I'm really hoping that this does what I, what I think it can do for, for this sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you're banging on with that, the, that deal that got signed, it's, it's getting talked about a fair amount, but like in some circles that it's not getting talked about how big that is for the growth of the game. Sports center is still huge in the States. And if you go down there and you watch sports center, they don't really bring up hockey. And if they do, it's the quick little 30 seconds on this. Cause the, something historic happened and that's it. Right now ESPN has a vested interest in showing hockey highlights. Now, if sports center starts at 10 o'clock Eastern, you know, what's coming up before it once a week, the game of the week on the NHL that's going to be on ESPN. And that could be Connor McDavid going up against the Tampa Bay lightning or Connor McDavid at Madison square garden. Like it could legitimately involve the Oilers a lot too. It's a really exciting time with that deal being signed. I'm excited to see what part two of their TV deal in the States looks like as well. Cause I think that could be really good monetary wise and getting the cap back up and going as well. But I like that you brought that up, Charles. It makes teams like Florida also like the, what they're doing this year it makes them a talking point and it's going to help out American clubs like that yep. because on these media outlets that I, that I consume, even Florida's getting more talk because they know like, you know, ESPN's about to have a hand in this. We need to start talking about this shit. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that's going to be great for that. Cause like Florida, man, I didn't know that they were as good as they are right now. And ever since that deal got signed, I'm hearing more about Florida Panthers hockey. And it's yeah. just like on a whole, that's just huge for the thing that we all love the most, you know? Yeah. You're bang on with that. Um, all right. A couple of things I want to get off my checklist here before we move on. We're going to play a little, would you rather we got some questions on Twitter. I got a couple. I want to throw at you guys as well. I throw at you guys as well. But uh, I got, I, I saw this on Instagram and I want to pass it along. Uh, Nation network and Ringo trivia is doing a trivia night tomorrow. I, I'm just reading about this. This is interesting. Uh, $40 plus tax. Gets you, gets you access to the Rip Roaring Trivia Game plus a code for a kick-ass beers and delivery. So you pay the 40 bucks plus tax and you get some a four-pack of Nation Beer, I believe, delivered to you, which is a ton of fun as well. Not during that night, but I think you get a code to go on and, uh, and order some as well. But uh, it's happening tomorrow. So that's Tuesday, March 23rd. Uh, with your ticket, it also comes with a $5 donation that's going to be made to Sports Central. So if you want more information, go on Instagram at Ringo Trivia. Or I'm sure uh, the nation, Oilers Nation account, will be sharing some on that as well, right? You bet. There you go. All right, and uh, the other thing too, we got to give some love to our friends at TwigandBerries.ca. Do the trivia night, and then also hit up Twig and Berries. Look good while you're doing it. No judgment, no shaming, no fancy words, just real men. TwigandBerries.ca. Use the promo code Nation15. It gets you 15% off. Maybe you want a pair of their very own nutsack underwear. Uh, all right. You guys want to get to my uh, to my would you rather questions here? They're going to start off simple. Okay, Chalmers, you touched on this one a little bit. This five game road trip for the Oilers. I Dustin Nielsen brought up this question initially this morning, so I'll give credit to him. But I think it's a fascinating look at the road trip. Would you rather go three and two, but it's three wins against the Habs and two losses to the Leafs, or go two and three, but it's two wins against the Leafs and three losses to the Habs? Chalmers, which one would you pick? I feel like at the end of the season, no matter what happens, we're going to be looking up at Toronto. So I'd rather take three 
uh, wins against the Habs, two losses against the Leafs. I would too. I would bank the points. Jay, what would you do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two and three. Really? Drunk. Why don't you want to bank yep. the points? Uh, he wants, because I can tell you why. He wants guaranteed, JR, that you want to know that we can beat Toronto so that when we meet him in the conference final, we know we can beat him. Well, I, yeah, it's it's good for the team to get some wins up against Toronto and kind of, you know, calm down that uh, that world. But uh, the, the, the team's been hot lately. So if they're going to go on a slide right now, sure, I can live with it. And then to come out of it by beating Toronto twice in a row, like that's the most reassuring thing you could see as a fan. So I'm, I'm, I trust me, I'm not cheering for it at all, but this is, would you rather? So that's my logic. Two and three take sweep the Leafs at all costs. Let's go. Bag milk. Easy. You take the points. I'm yeah. Fuck about <laughs> yeah. You numbers guys. Oh, yeah, Bag yeah, milk. Did you good. get into your cups last night? You're very on. You're very on point, but very like nonchalant while doing it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm actually, uh, I'm just trying to catch up to you right now. Chalmers, I'm looking at some bets for risky business today going up at four o'clock because you're on a roll right now. Speaking of fucking winning streaks, Chalmers has hit two score predictions in a row. And I've only made three. So for all those haters out there, they're going to say, oh, you probably made all these bets. I've made three exact score bets. The first one, two nothing after the first period. The second one I made was the 4-2 prediction, the score against the Jets. And in that exact same game, I made a prediction of 5-3. And so when it was when it was 3-2 and we scored that open netter, the worst thing, I, I just, I put my hands in my face like, no, not so quick. Because a minute left, I knew, I knew they were going to pull the goalie again. And I was like, I'm going to get 30 seconds of just, but honestly, I told, I told my wife about the bet, like right as we scored the open net. And I, at the end of the game, when we both sat there and for once she was just like on pins and needles, it, it took it to another level for her in her like heart pounding engagement of that, that game. I was like, now do you see why I bet? Now do you see why this is exactly why we do it? And then I damped around the house. I chugged my drink and then, man, I was pumped up. But yes, I am on a little bit of a heater. I, I, I haven't lost many lately. And so I hope I can keep that going also like the others. Anyway, sorry. I, uh, I put out a call on Twitter for would you rather questions and Surveyor Brett chimed in with one, but it's only for Chalmers. And okay. I'm going to change his wording of it a little bit to make it more specific. Chalmers, you have to spend one hour only talking about contract extensions, Seattle expansion, <laughs> off-season plans on the, the podcast. Other one. Or the other one. You can just admit to Chumgate. Yeah. We can talk about contract. We can talk about Nuge's contract. We can talk about where the Oilers are going to be five years from now. We can talk about the top five things I hate to talk about in sports media because I will never admit that I cheated because I didn't cheat. So that would be like, you know, when you get a plea deal and they say you can do this plea deal, but you have to admit guilt. That this is this is the plea. I'm not taking it. I'm not fucking taking it. No way. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that was good. That was uh, good. <laughs> this one comes very from clever. a quick very turnaround. Clever. On very that. clever. Yeah, you didn't waste any time. Uh, you, snapped, you snapped. Uh from at Laura Lindsay sixteen. Would you rather have to start Miko Koskinen every single game for the rest of the regular season, or 
always have to healthy scratch one of Nugent Hopkins or Drysaddle. Bag milk. I'm going to come oh, to you oh, first. Oh, oh, oh. oh it's, it's Koskinen. It's oh. easy. What are we talking about? You take the two, yeah. one of the two, three best forwards off the lineup for any given night. Like, no, you put Miko in. I don't know. Yeah, I'll we're, be def- your skip, we're defending. I'll be, your, I'll be your Skip Bayless to your Stephen A. Smith. But uh, anybody else notice that uh, Nuge, other than playing on the power play, kind of getting buried sometimes on the third line? What? Uh, He's got uh, three five-on-five assists in the last four games, Chalmers. Yep, and he had five five-on-five yeah. shots on that last game. Great. Good for him. He's still playing <laughs> out there half the time with uh, Archibald and Shore, some shit. I was just wondering. I mean, I'm just wondering if anybody else is noticing it because I've kind of noticed it. He, so. he gets left behind when they load up that top line a little bit. He doesn't have a lot to play with. So I, I think you're right on that. Uh, Jay, which one? You either starting Koskin in for the rest or uh, are you scratching Drysaddle or Nuge? Uh, I, I would st- I would start Koskin in. Uh, we're we're playing. We're way better defensively now, so we can uh, we can keep shots to the perimeter and, and, and reduce it, uh, any kind of liabilities that Koskinen can sometimes provide. So, and I don't have his I don't have his numbers up in front of me. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna they've gotten better. He's put together some decent starts. Yep. Koskinen oh, yeah, over the last five starts hasn't been poor at all. And in no, fact, where it gets weird is when he plays too much. He actually looks so much better now that he's not playing all the time but to answer the question it's easily you don't pull out one of the two best forwards charles did you give your answer which one did you give yeah i was gonna go against the grain just to make an argument show here but uh there's no way i mean when they're both playing this like at their peak i think koskinen and smith are one a you know so you don't take your you don't take one of your top three best players out you just don't before the uh, before, before we go to the next one, uh, uh, Bagbuck, I got a question for you. I was gonna tweet it, but I did it. Were you uh, rattled at uh, Bear for that uh, six foot Sui pass he gave uh, Nuge? Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what that I was one like? Was? Why are you? I'm like, why did you do that? <laughs> you know, I I was rattled. That was a you know what that was that was a like a bantam a special. That's from yeah. the defender right to the forward and crushed. Uh, Bear had that a great awful. game, but just that, I'm like, what are you doing? And then it involved uh, Nuge getting buried. And Nuge being Nuge and having, like, a third eye mitigated that hit uh, because it could have been a lot worse. Definitely could have been worse. Front, front office yeah, said, Bear if, you wanna, rough, Bear, if you want to play more, the front office told him, hey, Sui's to Nuge. Let's get this contract done. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the, i was making jokes about that that's why they're loading up the first line with connor and uh <laughs> connor and dry side on the same line so nudes brings his value down a little bit <laughs> that's what i'm saying now you're on my now you're feeling what i'm feeling businessman type shit yeah dangerous way playing 3d ken hall is playing 3d chess out there <laughs> <laughs> fucking contract 5d Danger Suede gave us two questions. I'll start with the first one. You get $1 million in cash, but the Oilers never reach a conference final in your lifetime, or you just yeah. stay where you are and you, you roll the dice, see how the oil do. No guarantees, but if you take the million bucks, they guarantee you never make a conference final. I'll take the million dollars and uh, smoke bomb my way out of here so that I don't get fruit and other items thrown at me. So yeah. sorry, people. Million bucks, a million bucks. You're a young guy. You're a young guy. I don't think you've done the math onto what a million bucks does. 
for you for your rest of your life, buddy. You don't know where he's going to move. Yeah, well, maybe Thailand or something. Well, a million you better, bucks, you, you put that in some with an 8% uh, return, 8% yield on the dividend. Away you go. I'm not taking the money. Not a fucking chance. Jay? Uh, One million percent not taking the money. Interesting. I, I am too invested. I am too all in on this team to win, to just walk I, away yeah. and, and not and not achieve the greatness I think we deserve. When I sit down with my kids and you I'm you show old, me a briefcase with a million dollars cash. You show me the briefcase with a million dollars cash in it. When I sit down with my kids and I'm 80 years old and I say, just, just so you know, you never got to see your favorite hockey team do well because I took a million dollar payout when I was 40 and here's what's left of it. And I write them a check for 10 bucks each and they both bounce. They're not going to be very fucking happy with me now, are they? <laughs> they both bounce. <laughs> oh yeah. Last check I write is going to bounce. Don't you worry about that. Um, this next one, I, for me, it's really hard because like, you know, you take the Oilers out of it, but you know, I got, I got my Buffalo bills. I got my blue Jays. I'd still have teams that like, you know, sports wouldn't be completely ruined, but it'd be a tough one for me to do that to the city. That's, you know, I'm the hero of this podcast, right? So (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know if I could do it to the city. (laughs) Notice how it's a a young buck JR that that want to take the money. Short sighted. I just sighted. said I wouldn't. I said for the city, for the well, people, I wouldn't do it. Uh, dangerous way to ask you a even second. Thought about it makes me makes me mad. I'd be on a beach getting a nice tan, the bronze with a cocktail, and I'd be like, I wonder what those Oilers fans are thinking right now. Oh well, Long Island iced tea season is. <laughs> Uh, the second one from dangerous Wade is a really weird one. And I debated reading it, but I will. Would you rather have all your possessions stolen, never to be returned or have your kidney taken after a night of drinking for me? Like if you can guarantee no long-term health effects of the kidney thing, like if I was drunk enough, you have two kidneys for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, God bless me with a spare. I don't have two Connor McDavid rookie cards to just be willy nilly thrown around having stolen. I got two kidneys, so. Oh my god, okay, that question, is so fucked question. up. But I would take <laughs> take my possessions. Question: Do we have insurance on our possessions? Mm, good question. I, I maybe I guess. I, I, I think am, for the I sake. Somebody... I, I think for the sake of this, you don't because you're not getting them back. I am somebody who's been unlucky enough to be uh, the victim of house break-ins and car break-ins multiple and i still think that i would get all my possessions taken before i got my kidney taken it's a bad feeling but what are you gonna do in fact everybody always says what's the thing as long as you got your health as long as you got your health but like is the kidney just like gone and you're just like a little sore for a bit with a scar or like is there a chance you get like an infection and die like you know there's a lot of different ways to look at this there's also living life with half of your kidneys. Yeah. Like yeah. they yeah, provide point. a vital function. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can, you, you, I guarantee you would go and play sports and you wouldn't be able to skate as hard as you want. You wouldn't be friend. able to run as hard as you want. It would affect your whole lifestyle, man. Possessions uh, you can go and get again. I have a friend with one kidney. He couldn't play contact sports as a result of only having Oof. one kidney. Yeah, okay. I'll so take my stuff. I want my kidney. Hockey or football no, that's or a non-starter then. That's a non-starter. Yeah. I need to be I need to competition in my life till the day I die. So 
Yep. Me too. Yeah. All to right. answer the question, I don't give a shit about any of my possessions. I'll take my two kidneys, please. You'll take the yes. two kidneys and the million dollars, buy back your possessions, and leave. Yeah. yeah. There you go. See you guys later. All right. I got two more would you rather questions. If any one of you guys has one, feel free. But uh, I got two more. They're both similar. But number one, you have two choices. Would you rather attend every regular season game for the rest of this year for the Edmonton Oilers with a full barn, 18,000 in there. It is rocking. And like all that, like COVID's not even an issue. You're just there. 18,000 people watching every regular season Oilers game, or you get to attend every playoff game this year, but it's in an empty barn. Which one are you picking? I go playoffs. full house. Playoffs. I will bring the madness. I will go playoffs. I'm going to go full house because there's just, I, there's just something about a full barn with a game that's really going well and everybody's experiencing the same thing. I, I'd rather go to the full barn. Charles? Oh, man. I, honestly, this is by far the hardest one because my game day experiences are at a full barn with no COVID is a lot of love being with the one I'm with, love hanging out with them, love drinking in the bar, Love running into all the people that I see. It, you know, it's a whole experience. Plus, you got great seats for the hockey game. You take that away from me, and I'm by myself. And I'm am I still allowed to have cocktails by myself? Yeah, you can drink. I guarantee after game two, and you've celebrated five goals by yourself, <laughs> you'd be so sick. You'd be like, I just want to be with my friends. I would probably straight up pick staying home and going to a watch party at somebody's house with all my friends for a playoff game, then going to the barn and watching it in person by myself. So I'm going to, if that was my option, I would agree to. Yeah. I take full barn. Okay. Full barn. Best of the game. But because like your Remchuk, I am also a hero. This means I have, I, I, I have willed our team to the playoffs. Debated. And I'm, <laughs> and I am going solo on behalf of, of the entire fandom. Fair. Wonder which I wonder which uh, section you'd sit in, Jay. Or would you move around? Where would be move I, around? Yeah, you could move, yeah, around. move around. I guess yeah. every period you could move around for the whole run, right? Like you'd be like, hey, you know what? Yeah. Oilers got a power play to start the period. I'm gonna go sit right behind the other team's net and bang on the glass a little bit. Like fucking why? Yeah, not? exactly. Yeah, Razzam when they're in the penalty box. Like you also have a very important job to do. Do you get shown on TV? Oh yeah, and like it can be a big Better. deal that you're the only fan there. Exactly, you're alone. man. This is a this is a branding opportunity. They find you mid third. You're in one of the boxes with just popcorn all over you. <laughs> Did you see uh, the tweet from Frank Saravalli about uh, having fans back in, in in New York and what they're looking to do? Yeah. yeah, so uh if you missed it, I got it right here because I posted it today on uh, the DFO Instagram account. But basically the Rangers plan to allow fans back in is if you can have full proof of vaccination, which is 14 days after the second dose of Pfizer Moderna or one shot of the Johnson and Johnson, you'll be acceptable for entry at games at MSG starting April 1st. Uh negative PCR or antigen proof still work too. But uh, Frank said that seems to be the first sign of where we're heading is if you can provide proof of vaccination, you can be allowed into games. I wonder if we'll see that in Canada soon. I think that's just going to be a standard thing for a lot of people. Like I think you're so. going to want to go to a, you, you want to go see a concert. They're probably going to make you flash some kind of something like an ID. Yeah, I could see that. Probably. 
Um, all right. The last one I have, it's, it's on the same theme, but this one is really just sort of geared towards uh, Jay, I think. Um, Jay, do you hate Cotton Eye Joe or do you love Cotton Eye Joe? He loves oh, it. Oh, it's, yeah, I love it because it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, we, okay. Well, then I this love is it because we hate it so much. That's I love it because everyone hated it so much and now we have to make it part of Oilers culture. You get to attend, you get to attend every Oilers game for the rest of the year. And you know what? Let's even say full barn. But at all times, in your house, in your car, if you, there is not a speaker around you, you have headphones in. It is always blaring Cotton Eye Joe until they are eliminated. You need nope. you can go you can go to every game full barn. Nope. Things are back to normal, but you need to be listening to Cotton Eye Joe full blast twenty four seven, even if you're trying to sleep. No, nope. Tyler, hand me a- your cape. Hand me your cape, buddy. I'll do it for the people. <laughs> that is literally a form of torture. That like. <laughs> They use in like weird fucking dictatorships and shit. No, no. You could say, you could say that I'll never watch another Oilers game in my life. As long as I don't have to listen to Cotton Eye Joe is the only song in the rest of my life. And I will take the no more watching Oilers ever again. I I don't think there's no way I'd kill myself. If I had to listen to that (laughs) song everywhere I went, I never got to hear another new song. Fuck that. It just reminds me of uh, the bear used to do that really tough contest. You remember that once upon a time? And they locked yeah. that one person in a room, in a dark room, yeah. and played Wake Me Up When September Ends by Green Day, and they snapped almost immediately. There's a reason for it. No. Fair enough. I love Cotton Eye Joe. But not, not in this. All the time. Just nonstop. Well, just rip, rip, out, rip out the speakers from your car. You know, you try to limit the exposure. No, I'm saying like, if there's no speakers, you need to have headphones in listening to the song. Like you cannot go a moment of your life without Cotton Eye Joe playing. No, it was the worst. That's horrible. We've got some sick listeners out there. That one I love it. Far. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it too. All right. There you go. That is all of our, uh, would you rather questions? That was fun. I was hoping Wanye would in. be, yeah. Dangerous way coming in next week was just like, so if you could like chop off both your legs and your arms, but you get a free taco every Tuesday, would you do it? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Before we uh, get things back on track here, let's give some love to our friends at manscaped.com. Head to manscaped.com, browse their products, look at the price, and then imagine if you could save 20% and get free shipping on that price. Mm. You can with the promo code real life. They got everything. The performance package, the lawnmower 3.0, all the info you need is up at manscaped.com. That promo code again is real life. Gets you 20% off and free shipping. If you haven't tried the crop preserver or the crop reviver, they are very, very good. Highly recommend those products. Your balls will thank you. And they do. Yep. Manscaped.com. All right. Uh, Unless anyone has anything to get off their chest. We could do another listener. Pro- I gotta get oh, off my chest. Go, Charles. Go. I would like that. Tell the tell the listener profile guy that I that I, that I'm sorry I'm going to be missing this, but I made an appointment for two fifteen because I thought we were doing this at one. I gotta go. Yep. See you, Charles. That was a full podcast full of hockey, eh, boys? We that did. was. If that you was guys fun. talk anything but hockey right now, I'm going to be so fucking rattled. Yep. All right, let's talk Have about disc meeting. golf. As yeah, Tom disc golf then. <laughs> I've also, I'll try to stick around for as long as I can. See you, Charles. See you, Charles. Big Montreal win tonight. Final yep. score, three, two Oilers. Bye. All right. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> do a quick listener a, pro. Let's do a quick. Yeah. That was, that was a, a contradiction. Week. Yeah. Anyways. All right. uh, yeah. <laughs> let's do a quick listener profile and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put a wrap on this episode. If you guys remember like 
this was a couple of months ago. Yeah, it was back in December when we had someone reach out and say that they listened to our podcast from Greece, uh, from Rhodes, Greece, to be specific. I then sent him the listener questionnaire and uh, he replied immediately, but he was down in the list in terms of the queue of how many listener profiles we got to go through. So he's finally up. His name is Nick T. I'm not going to say his last name because it's Greek and I would just butcher it and do it no good. But he seems like a cool guy. He's a coastal engineer. He put in brackets that he designs beaches. Whoa. That is cool. That's really that cool. Very cool. He's playing real life animal planet. Yeah. He's also a professor or animal crossing. I should say. Yeah. Um, him and his friends. This is a fun fact about him. Him and his friends organized the first street hockey league on the Island, which is just fucking awesome as well. Um, really cool. He says it never snows here. So that's all we could have done. The locals did not know what we were doing. So I love that. There's a little pocket of hockey slash Oilers fans in Greece. That's awesome stuff. Um, Nick started listening to the podcast in the winter of 2017. Since then he's listened to all of the podcasts, his favorite moment. He says by far Chumgate almost laughed so hard. I drove or I laughed so hard. I almost drove off the road on that one. Um, his favorite Oilers memory. He came to Edmonton for his first Oilers game back in May of 2006. Uh, he came here to learn English for university and his guardians took him to the game, said the most electrifying atmosphere I've ever experienced in any stadium. I can imagine that 06 run wow. wild. Uh, he hasn't tried oodle noodle yet. Obviously he lives in Greece, uh, but his <laughs> friends say the Tokyo glaze is pretty awesome. It's on his bucket list for when he visits again. And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, when he does visit, we will treat him well when he comes. hundred percent. You tell us when you come here and we will, we will treat you right. Rick at the pint. will make sure you get treated like royalty. The most exotic place he's listened to the podcast is on a breakwater construction site in Iceland which seems like a, you know, that seems like a spot where a lot of smart people are. And this podcast, you know, that's a little, not, not exactly in that. Speaking right? of my heart there in Iceland. I love it. Yeah. Um, I asked him to help with the pronunciation of his name. I forgot I did this. And he, he just said, not sure how I can help. You can just call me Tavo. So Nick Tavo is uh, our listener profile for the gay Tavo. For today. Um, shout out to Tavo. Shout out to our listeners in Greece because apparently they exist. And that's pretty cool. Very cool. Good stuff. His Giro game is probably very strong. Yes. Is it is it Giro Hero? How is it pronounced? Is it, I, don't know. I think it's Hero. Well, I just took isn't a swing it? there, to be honest. I I think it's Hero too. But in I that episode of Seinfeld, don't they call it a gyro? They do call it a gyro. Yeah. I think I watched that episode not that long ago. Anyways, um, there's our listener profile brought to you by Oodle Noodle. This whole podcast is brought to you by Oodle Noodle. Also, Twig and Berries, Manscaped, 15% off at Twig and Berries with the promo code NATION15 at Manscaped. That promo code is real life. So check them both out and uh, support them. Twig and Berries, good local company, Manscaped. They just make good products, man. I busted mine out the other day, and now I've already given you too much information. Uh, the Red Hot Edmonton Oilers, <laughs> they are going for win number four tonight against the Habs. Five o'clock starts. Are we fans of five o'clock starts, or is that too early? Would we prefer later? I oh, love a five o'clock start. I love it. It's like, I, it's like you almost get a bonus evening. If the Oilers win tonight, they start off this three game set against Montreal with a win. You have a bonus evening to celebrate the victory. Cause the game's going to be wrapped up by like eight o'clock. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I love, I, I love it for that element. It's just, it is such 
a frantic rush home yes. to get there for puck drop. That's yeah. the only, yes, but I guess, which adds to the element of excitement because it's now a challenge presented to you. There's no, you know, there's, you gotta, you gotta organize your day efficiently. You gotta have a very oh, yeah. firm stop time and you better know your quickest route home and you, you better know what the construction is. It, it's, there's a lot of planning into this. Uh, my day is I'm, I, today I am running f- Today is tight for me. I'm actually doing something cool today. I wanted to kind of bring this up. I am, uh, I, I have the honor of doing something very special. Um, someone reached out to us uh, on Twitter asking if we could do a favor for his son, whose 11th birthday is today. So we've got a special nation citizen named Morgan who's turning 11. And his wish is to have the nation truck be at school to pick him up. Oh, that, oh that is home. cool. So I am right now in Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, I've sanitized the truck. I'm picking up his dad. Uh, and we are going to Morgan school to surprise him uh, in the nation truck. That's, That's really super cool. cool. Good for you, dude. Yeah, well, well, it's, well, it's good for us. This is a nation thing. It's not a J thing, but I'm just, of course you have to say yes. Right. If someone reaches out to, and wants to go, yep. you know, goes goes that far out to try to make this happen. You have to, uh, you have to oblige. So this is like a thank you to a lot of things. Thank you to the nation. Thank you to Sherwood Ford for giving us the nation truck, which is super cool. But uh, yeah, thank you to Morgan for thinking it's cool enough uh, <laughs> to want to want it to show up at school, which is super special. That kid is, is going, going to be the talk to... of the school. Yes, he is going to have a swag when he comes out and sees the nation truck that it's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool for that young man today. Well, we've got uh, we got some nation gear for him. I got a Neon Leon t-shirt. And I've got, what else do I got here? Oh, I've got a MVP 29 shirt. Apparently that's all we had in small. So we're doubling down. <laughs> big and, Leon uh, guy. Big Leon guy. And uh, he's also getting a uh, box of mini egg cookies from Little Brick. Oh, that is awesome. Legit. I think I'd like those more than the shirt. Uh, oh, all right, geez. Jay. We w- Jay, Jay, how many? Hang on a second, Jay. How many of those cookies have you crushed since they launched? I saw them on Instagram I am, the other day. Yeah, man. Mini egg season is 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 a grind. It is a real thing. And yeah, I they had we had a little brick. We had a mini egg scone. So you you just have to try that on principle. And now they're yep. pounding out mini egg cookies, which yep. is crazy. Plus, my girlfriend's mom has got an industrial drum of mini eggs she got at Costco. And so every <laughs> every bowl and every table in the house is full of mini eggs. Mm-hmm. And you that can't, was actually you can't. That stop. was one of the times when I was happy. I'm not at the office right now. Is when I was watching and I saw a little brick post the mini egg cookies. That was the one time I'm like, oh man, I'm happy I'm home because I got nothing oh, like deadly. that in my house. Yeah, it's deadly. Well, Jay, we will not hold you up any longer. Uh, if you're listening to this in the minutes it was released and want more game day content, Bag Milk will be going live on Instagram at four o'clock for Risky Business. And I am joining him. I am planning yes, my Costco trip around joining Bag Milk on Risky Business every game day, hour before puck drop, 15 minutes hired of nothing but betting talk. Also, my pregame hey. podcast is out. And uh, also, Jay, do you st- are you going live today with uh, Josh, Jay? Oh, yeah. So once again, in, in the five o'clock, game uh you know <laughs> battle challenge yeah, yeah. that it provides is i'm out at fort sass so now i gotta go meet josh 
right after I got a bull to meet Josh. So we're actually probably going to be starting the pregame pregame show at four. Sorry, bag milk. So we're going to be competing. So oh no, <laughs> I apologize, but you're talking to the Instagram audience and I'm talking to the Facebook audience. So I think we're dividing and conquering. There's there a lot any- of nation content today. Oh yeah. Is there any betting advice you'd want me to uh, put up, put into the show that you'll be sharing on the, uh, uh, on risky business? Yeah. Like David over three and a half shots. Oh yeah. All yeah. Day. So I'll give you, well, and you know who else? I said this to Tyler on the Bcast the other day, Nuge over two and a half shots is almost a lock this year. He's averaging almost three shots a game and bet of the game today. You got plus money on over a point and a half for Connor McDavid. So there's my bet of the game for tonight's risky business. Love it. All right. You enjoy your trip out to Fort Sask, Jay. Good work. Bag milk. I'll see you uh, in a couple hours here. And uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in. This has been episode 266 of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by Oodle Noodle. Hey, hit us up in our DMs. If you have your answers to those would you rather questions, love to see them. That's yep. going to do it for another episode. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk again on Thursday. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.